you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. DJ Bucky back with you. Buck, how you doing, man? Man, I'm good. I can't complain, man. Just getting closer and closer to the draft. So, you know, it's kind of crazy in this world. Yeah, it's funny. It feels like the draft takes forever, right? The process takes forever. And then I feel like we get to April and it's like everything just starts going so quickly. Um, the draft's going to be here before you know it. Uh, one of the things that, that we love to do during this time of the year is to get a chance to visit with some of our sources and and some of our friends, not only at the NFL level, but at the college level, uh, to provide some more insight into these kids. And uh, we recently had a chance to sit down and catch up with Ohio State's Ryan Day, who's, you know, look, he's one of the best coaches in all of college football. Since he's taken over for Urban Meyer, he's just been outstanding. Um, and somebody that has unique insight when it comes to the quarterback at Ohio State, Justin Fields. So without any further ado, let's, uh, let's get to that interview here. Here's our conversation with Ohio State's Ryan Day. Coach, appreciate your time, man. Uh, I guess first question from me, Justin Fields, um, the first time you found out that he was going to be available, he's going to be transferring from Georgia, that, that first conversation you had with him, what was that like? Well, it was uh, just to kind of get to know you. And he had been through, and you know, he was uh, a little emotional about everything. It was hard for him. And just talked to him about what this could be here and in our situation. Told him about our offense. Told him about uh, my background with coaching quarterbacks and, and what um, you know this potentially could could turn into. And he was great. Uh, I got to be honest with you that the first couple of weeks it was hard for him. Um, you know, new here. I know there was times where he maybe even questioned it, but once we got through those first couple of weeks, he kind of took it and ran. You know, coach, what were your first impressions when you had a chance to work with him on the field? immediately you, you recognize the talent level uh, is just off the charts and he didn't get a chance to play very much as a freshman at Georgia. So, you know, we start with a little bit of a blank slate that way. And when he got here, um, he picked things up very quickly. He, he learns very well. He's very intelligent, very talented. And to me, I looked at it like this. Okay. Uh, I said to this team, to the, to the staff, I said, well, He's 6'3", he's 225 pounds, he's smart, he's really, really accurate. Okay, can we coach? <laughs> because you can't ask for any more than this. So we'll find out what kind of coaches we have. I love that. Coach, he always seems so serious and so businesslike. Um, is, there, is there time, maybe away from the field, that, that Justin kind of uh, let his guard down a little bit? And uh, I just want to know, does he, is he laughing? Is he having fun? He just seems so serious-minded. You know, that's him. And he'd tell you that he feels most comfortable like that. He's very poised, very steady, doesn't get rattled very often. Uh, but, you know, there was a few times where uh, this year he would uh, post a few things with the teammates dancing and, and fun and letting loose. And it's fun to see, you know, when, when he does that. But that's, that's his personality. And, and the one thing I, I appreciate about Justin is he doesn't try to be somebody else. Uh, he, he's, he's true to who he is. And it's it's pretty good. 
You know, Coach, uh, I think this year in the college football playoff semifinal, I think a lot of eyes were uh, awakened when we had a chance to see Justin's talent, but also his toughness. Um, in your experience, how often have you seen that toughness and competitive side come out of him? I see it a lot. I, I think he's one of the more competitively tough guys I've been around. You know, he only really missed two snaps that I can remember in his two years here. One was when he took a shot on his knee and sprained his MCL in the team up north game. And the next play came in and threw a touchdown pass to Garrett Wilson in the back of the end zone. And then the shot he took at Clemson. The thing that I appreciate, though, that I attribute a lot of the, the traits of the successful quarterbacks who move on to the NFL are ones that can overcome adversity, that go through tough times. And I think Justin went through adversity through the whole Georgia thing, getting here, changing schools. But then also, you know, he... he he admits to you that he, he wasn't his best version of himself in, in Indiana and really Northwestern was a clunky game. And so he needed to respond and come out of that because that's a huge deal with quarterbacks is how do you respond when you have a bad game? And and the way he responded in that game in the biggest moment was, you know, six touchdowns and he wasn't going to be denied. I mean, uh, I can't tell you there's many quarterbacks that I've been around that would take a shot like that and come back in uh, in a play and throw a touchdown pass and go on to play the way he did and then go on and play in the national championship game, banged up without really practicing much. So this is a tough, tough guy who uh, has been very dependable for us. Coach, you've uh, you've been an expert at this position for a long time. You've coached it at the NFL level at that position. To me, when I went back and watched the tape of the national championship game, even though the you know the win wasn't there, I came away thinking that was almost as impressive as what we saw in the Clemson game. What was your evaluation of how he played, and given the fact that you just mentioned he was beat up in that game against Bama? He played better than I thought he would. I mean, he really didn't practice much at all. I'm sure he was going to be able to play in the game, to be very honest. And uh, we had one padded practice that really didn't, he wasn't a part of going into that game. So the timing and, and everything about that going into that game was not something we felt comfortable with. And, uh, and I, I would go back and, like you said, watching the film with all those things against him, he did have really good snaps. He played well in that game. He didn't take chances, had a couple of big runs, a couple of nice, really nice throws. And, uh, you know, in a different time, in a different setting, who knows what that would have looked like. But I thought he competed and he always has done that. Never seen him not. And, um, no, again, when you just watch the film against a good defense and a really good team, obviously, he, he played well. You know, Coach, because you spent time in the National Football League and you, you got a chance to take Justin basically from scratch and kind of build him into this player in the offense. If you're in the National Football League, what kind of offensive scheme or system would you think would maximize his talents? I think early on, um, you know, an offense that is, you know, run, play action, uh, get him on the move. He's really good out of the pocket, um, you know, controlled passing game. And and then as time goes on and he starts to feel more and more comfortable in the pocket uh, with the third down and red zone and uh, drop back passing concepts, he'll, he'll continue to just build and more reps he gets of that, the better. Uh, but but like any time you, you have a young quarterback, I think things where he's on the move and athletic and you know, give him the ability to make plays outside of the pocket is going to be exciting to watch. Um, the other thing, part of his game is when you study him in the red zone, he's really good down there. And so if we can you know find ways, we always felt like we could find ways to get the thing into the red zone, that he was really good down there. And so I think any kind of offense that is going to be able to put him in those type of situations, um, you know, he's going to do well early on. And uh, this is a guy who hasn't played a whole lot of football when you look at the grand body of work that he's had. And I think the potential is through the roof. Coach, you, you look at uh, what he did in the red zone, as you just mentioned. You look at what guys do on third downs. To me, usually that points to the preparation process. 
Um, how would you describe the work that Justin puts in in the preparation aspect of playing that position? Yeah, one thing about Justin in the meeting room is you don't have to tell him something twice. Uh, he really picks things up quickly. And, um, you know, his recall is very similar to Joe Burrow when, when uh, you know, I was, I was here with Joe. He, he just understands things and then can take it to the field very quickly. And I think that's a, that's a trait that, um, you know, not a lot of people have. And I, th I think the one thing, too, that he does a good job of is he can visualize a play on, on if you put it up on the screen and then talk about, well, what if they do this? What if they do that? You know, and he's already thinking about the different coverages that may show up. I think – um, you know, when you're young, when you have young quarterbacks, a lot of times you'll put a play in and they'll go put it on the field and then they'll see a coverage and they'll say, OK, so what do you want me to do against cover two? Or what do you want me to do when they brought zero pressure? You know, and I think the real good quarterbacks have already figured that out before they walk on the field, even if it's a new concept. And uh, he's done that. Uh, he did that from when he got here. And if he continues to do that in the NFL, then, you know, he's going to have a lot of good, good plays and, and certainly good games. Coach, being the quarterback at the Ohio State University is akin to being a franchise quarterback. And so I would like to think that you probably expect him to act like a franchise quarterback by setting the example for his teammates with his work ethic and leadership. How did he handle the responsibilities of being the franchise quarterback at Ohio State? First off, he, he did everything the right way. Um, you, know, you never heard about Justin being out on town. You never heard of him, um, you know, not getting dressed or showing up in the building unprepared. Uh, he was one of the first guys in working with Mick in the weight room. He loves the weight room. Um, and I thought he handled the spotlight here very well. You know, he isolated himself for the most part and, and didn't expose himself to a lot of the things that come uh, outside. I thought he handled himself uh, with the media really, really well. Um, you know, really talks about his teammates more than he would talk about himself. Um, I, he was built for that. You know, I felt like early on, uh, some guys get overwhelmed. He was built for that, for, for being, like you said, a franchise quarterback. And you saw that here in, in a short period of time. And, you know, even when he had the setback last year against Clemson, we, we lost that game in a two-minute drill. Um, I thought he handled that with, with poise. And then all he did was just, you know, spend really the next 360-whatever days it was to get back to that game. And, and that's where the focus was. So uh, really well. And, you know, some guys get overwhelmed. Some guys, you know, uh, expose themselves to different things. I thought he did a great job. Coach, la last uh, question from me. Just uh, having coached in the NFL and having coached Justin, what, what would be kind of your, your parting words of advice there for him as he goes on this uh, on this journey to the next level? That, first off, you know, we've talked about this before, is that, you know, he has to continue to be himself. He's got to push the envelope. Um, he has to have urgency. He can't sit around and take a backseat to anybody. But at the same time, there's going to be and, you know, how you handle those ups and downs are going to be critical to your longevity in the league. You know, they're going to have good games and you can't all of a sudden show up the next week when you have a great game thinking that you've made it because you're going to get, you know, that you haven't made it, you know, and, and you're going to uh, get some humble pie in that league. And then the same same token, if you have a bad game, you all of a sudden can't fall apart and self-destruct and you have to be steady. And that's what he is. Like he doesn't typically ride the emotional roller coaster. Um, so it's going to take a lot of hard work. There's going to be a lot of people who are coming after him. That's the way it goes in that league. And, um, you know, not only in his position, but just across the board. I mean, it's just a very, very competitive, unforgiving league. And understanding all those things going in, um, I, I think he does. Um, but, he, you know, he's not a finished product. He isn't. He knows that. He's got a lot, which makes him the most 
marketable guy out there. Um, he's got a huge ceiling. It's going to be fun to watch. Oh, Buck, it's great to catch up with Coach. Uh, man, he's generous with his time. He's running around. He's got places to go there. Um, but, man, I thought there was some unique insight that he offered there on Justin. Yeah, no, I, I actually like um, Coach Day and appreciate Coach Day taking us behind the curtain to let us know more about Justin Fields as a player, as an athlete, as a worker, as a leader of that program. I think there are a couple of things that stood out to me. He talked about his athleticism and just talked about the – remarkable specimen that he is. He talked about his coaches having the coach. If you can't coach someone who's 6'3", 225 pounds that can run a 4'4", with big-time arm talent, like, what what are you doing? And so I I think that really speaks volumes to the raw athleticism and talent that an NFL team will will be getting. I also think it's important when he talked about the offense or the ideal offense at the next level, uh, run action, bootlegs, things that are simple, taking some time before you put him in a traditional drop back offense um, and let him shine. He, he said he's not a finished product at this point. And so I think it's really, really important that the team that takes him in, the play caller that takes him in, meets him halfway, meets him where his talents are right now and builds a plan around those talents that allow him to succeed. Yeah, I was intrigued when you just talked about the kind of the room for growth is is exciting, you know, and that's what makes him different in this class. And I think we would both agree on that. If you're talking upside with these quarterbacks, mm-hmm. um, even putting Trevor Lawrence in there, just because of the the pure speed uh, that he brings to the table. Uh, Lawrence is athletic. These other quarterbacks are athletic, but none of those guys are running in the low four fours, high four threes. So that just adds a different element to the to what they can do at the position. So there's still room for growth there, which I think is exciting. Um, I thought it was interesting when he said, look, when he came over immediately, it, was, it wasn't all smooth there at the beginning. There was an adjustment period for everybody. Um, but I like the fact that he figured that out and was able to fit in and, and have the success that they did. Uh, and finally, I thought the other takeaway to me was the Alabama tape. I really enjoyed watching that. And when you study it, mm-hmm. and to me, look, the defense didn't stop anybody. But I thought he he did a nice job with that offense, working against that Alabama defense, uh, making plays. And Coach talked about it. You know, you go back and you can find some big time throws and runs in that game from Justin Fields. And then it adds more to it. Why we have these conversations is because he mentions the fact that he had they only had really one padded practice before that game. Um, so timing and rhythm, you know, is not going to be there. So that made that even more impressive to me. You know, I, I thought it was a very impressive performance because I always tend to want to look at prospects when they're going through their worst moments because I want to see the level of resilience and toughness. Do they bounce back? Do they cower? Is it the end for him? And I think coming off of the heels of that spectacular performance against Clemson, missing most of the preparation week due to the injury and then showing up and playing at Alabama, I thought it was a gritty, gutsy performance. It wasn't his best performance, but I think there were some, some flashes that you can kind of cling to that suggests that he's going to be an outstanding player at the next level. No doubt. Uh, I do want to remind everybody, we are going to have our 360 series coming up soon, uh, which this year will be on three players. We're going to have it on Trevor Lawrence. We're going to have it on Zach Wilson. And yes, we're going to have it on Justin Fields. So uh, we go back and talk to guys who have known these kids since high school. Uh, We talk to teammates. We talk to coaches. We put it all together to really give you kind of a holistic picture uh, of where these guys came from and what to expect for them going forward. And I think the Justin Fields one is one of the best ones we've done, Buck. Yeah, I mean, like, this is a fantastic 360 look behind the curtain at who Justin Fields is, what has kind of helped him get to this point, 
But it's also fascinating when we get the other ones done with Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson, just to look at these guys and just kind of have a better understanding of the new wave of QB1s that should take over the league in the next few years. And, and just another little peek here behind the curtain. After we wrap the interview, uh, we did congratulate Coach on Ohio State being 2-0 and because keeping Chris Olave uh, and then keeping the tight end Rucker, uh, those were two wins for the Buckeyes. Those guys were big-time players Unbelievable. Uh, that decided to yeah. go back to Columbus. Uh, he smiled. He got a laugh out of that. <laughs> I mean, it is funny. That's a great job by him. Sometimes you got to recruit your own before you can go outside the building. Bringing those guys back gives them a chance to maybe make another run. Yeah, so he's, again, want to appreciate uh, Coach Day's time with us to discuss his, uh, his quarterback there in Justin Fields and excited to see where he lands in the upcoming draft. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Hope you guys have enjoyed this uh, quick episode here, a little peek behind the curtain and learn a little bit more about one of the top quarterbacks in the upcoming draft class. Uh, we've enjoyed it. Hopefully you have as well. Uh, we'll catch you next time right here on Move the Sticks. Thanks for downloading Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. For more, go to nfl.com slash podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.